Hello. 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 Welcome to the Bears, Birds, and Brews podcast. This is a show about the Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons, and beer. My name is Asif Lakani. My chief beer spiller across from me is... Nabil Lalani. And our producer is... Nader Wazir. How's it going, y'all? It's just so funny how Nabil always manages to spill beer. It's, you know, he was really good about this when we started, and like the more episodes we've done, he's just become more reckless. <laughs> you think it's the other way around. Yeah. Right. And I'm also happy I grabbed these extra paper towels if you need them. Uh, you you need them. I'm just glad we got our <laughs> we got our hellos in this time. Yeah, this is um so by the time you hear this one, you'll have heard the last episode, which was the NFL draft recap in which we false started like the whole episode. Duh, man. And uh But we didn't spill beer that episode. No, so you can't you can't So it's one or all. the other, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well in football you play offense or defense. You don't play both, right? I so. guess, yeah. Unless you're a kicker, you just do it not do anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You or Julio Jones, in which case sometimes you get sent in for like the Hail Mary play on, uh, as a safety. There Did you go. know that Julio Jones has an interception? Does in he? He has recorded one. an interception. Maybe two, but at least one interception nice. in his career. Yeah. So Fun fact. Interesting. Fun fact. You know, Jay Cutler has never thrown an interception. To Julio Jones. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I was about to say. About to and say, on another and, brighter note. And now we are drinking. Uh, this is from our good friends at Barriott. Yes. Um, and when I say good friends, I mean we're really good friends with them. Like, at least I'm say I am. Yeah, they like us. I, I think, think so. Like us. Um, All right. So, what are we drinking? We are drinking the Theoretical Zero Volume Three. So, I'm assuming this is the third batch they made it, which is a New England IPA sitting at 7.3 percent. What do you guys think? It's very good. I like it. It's um still getting the taste in my mouth. That's light. No, I do enjoy that mouthfeel. Yeah. It's crisp. Yeah. And refreshing. It's very crisp. Do you very get the kiwi blend hops or the tropical pineapple and citrus undertones? I definitely get like a tropical, like very yeah. fruity, like I can get, I can see the tropicalness in this. Yeah. Oh, I definitely get that. I mean, I yeah. think that's where the, the crisp and crisps, crispness. The, the, the what? The, it's not Christmas. The, the crispness. Oh, the crispness. And the there refreshingness, refreshness comes in and um for merry christmas for christmas this year i'm gonna give myself a dictionary <laughs> so i can figure out how these words are pronounced but i <laughs> but i do get the like the tropical hints of it for sure it's almost like drinking a starburst in the sense yeah, like the i can see that pitch. yeah fair enough all right and um the mouthfeel is pretty awesome on this it's more like it's not creamy or anything it's just like a regular like ipa mouthfeel so this is not sessionable, but I definitely I will. I am sessioning this right now, man. Having more of these <laughs> for sure. Podcastable, podcast oh, sessionable. Podcastable. Everything we drink is podcast sessionable. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, today, except up, unless the Bill Spears spills it, I sp I'm yeah. not going to spear a beer, man. <laughs> I, I am not Bill Goldberg. There you go. Boom. All right. So um, today's episode is actually about something that came out a few weeks ago. It's the NFL schedule. Um, the schedule has been released and that's also was always an exciting time just because everyone's like, Oh, which game am I going to go to? Which, you know, how many primetime games does my team have? And, you know, we're going to kind of go through it. We've already gone through it on our own, but we're still going to have the fangirl reactions for you guys at home. Oh Slash, my God. Um, two things. <laughs> one, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our listeners oh, yeah, definitely. before we start. So we had a listener tell us that they listened to us in the shower. Which is awesome. Right. And uh, 
just assume it's a girl because I think everybody likes women more. I, I, I mean, I, I think males shower as well. Last well, no, we do, we do, yeah. but just I mean, I shower. I don't know. Okay, well, it wasn't okay. a girl. It, it, it's it was a, a person. It's okay. a guy. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, thank you to our listener who's listening to us in the shower. Don't forget to scrub. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay, underneath the armpits. Yeah, there and you go. speaking of smelly. Things. Let's look at the schedule. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to transition that. Uh, this, let, <laughs> what? Thank you for listening. Thank yeah, you. yeah. For still listening. We man. appreciate it <laughs> so I, much. I think we're losing listeners by the spill <laughs> and by the speak. All right, let's go. All right, so let's um, just start with the primetime games. Asif, which primetime game are you looking forward to this year? Yeah, and kind of like, you know, you like the NFL draft. That's one of your most exciting parts of your offseason. It really is. For me, the, the schedule release is what I'm, like, super excited about just because it's like this is what I'm going to be looking forward to and spending my time doing yeah. in the latter half of the year. So I really, really love this. The better game. half of the year. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Fall is our favorite season, my favorite season. Yeah. And football is a big part of that. Yep. Uh, I'll go with Monday night first, and then we can go with Sunday night and then Thursday night. How's that sound? I mean, just just go through how you want to. Yeah. 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 All right. So for as far as Monday night games I'm looking forward to, is actually one of the first ones is, uh, well, the very first Monday night game is Texans and Saints. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think nice. that's gonna, yeah, I think that's going to be pretty entertaining. Um, I, you know, I see Dolphins and Steelers on here in uh, late October, which I feel like could be a good one just because... Dolphins at Steelers or Steelers at Dolphins? Uh, Dolphins at Steelers. Okay. Um, that's a Monday night game? Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a disappointing game. I think so. I mean, Josh Rosen is there now, so that could be that could be a little more interesting, but I don't yeah. know. I, I don't see the point of that one. But well, all right, I mean, keep going. And then we have Colts and Saints later in the year, and I think that's going to be a really good one. Yeah. I feel like every matchup is, as look at QBs, I'm like, do I like this QB matchup? Yes. Yeah. Do I like this QB matchup? No. So, no. Which was the Steelers and the Dolphins one. Well, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, there are many great QB matchups listed for Monday night games. Like, of course, you've got, you know, Deshaun Watson versus Drew Brees and then Andrew Luck versus Drew Brees later in the year. Um, I just think that Dolphins-Steelers game is, like, not a matchup you see often. And it stands out to me as something that, um, you know, both of those teams had interesting drafts, right? Like we talked about the Steelers yeah. traded up and the Dolphins had some pretty high draft picks. So yeah, Josh Rosen. Those guys would be out there, um, which I think I called that, by the way, that Josh Rosen is going to go to Miami. I'll give you that. And then, um, oh, and then, of course, can't forget Bears versus Redskins on Monday Night Football oh, on awesome. Monday, September 23rd. Oh. That's exciting. So that'll be, yeah, yeah that's the good one. Yeah. We should hit up your DC friends now there. Definitely, right? I hate you so much right now. And moving on. <laughs> All right, moving on to <laughs> Thursday night. Thursday night. I'm gonna I, have some I had nothing to do with that. Choice <laughs> words for Nabil after this episode. <laughs> this is choice. Like, some choice words. It's a good thing we are a family-friendly uh, show. Slash <laughs> those DC listeners are not listening to us in the shower. I can tell you that. <laughs> Um, Moving on, Thursday night, the f- opening Thursday night game. <laughs> Which is uh, Bears-Packers, I know that. Really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then um, we're going to do something special for that game, too. We'll, pro- we'll just watch it like we normally watch our games. <laughs> it's going to be very special. It's going to be very special. Intimate. But, yeah. yeah, it'll be exciting. We'll all be watching it for sure. Um, Cowboys play the Bears on a Thursday night later in the year. Yeah, Bears actually have back-to-back Thursday night games. that um, it, We play Lions on up Thursday for um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And nice. the following Thursday, we play at the Cowboys, which is kind of weird because the Cowboys play the same Thursday as us as well. So both of us have back-to-back Thursday night games, which yeah. I haven't seen that often. Yeah. Um, I think 
Well, it might have been the Cowboys last year where they played on Thursday night and then they played the following Thursday as well. And um, I mean, I think it's good for them that they get a full week, right? But and, then, but it's delayed the week after they get a short week. But. Yeah. Um, but then, so that Cowboys Bears game should be good, and I and I could wonder if maybe some wild card spots might be up for grabs in that game. Yeah. And then we got Chargers Raiders in early November. I think that could be very entertaining. Yeah. Um, well, it will depend. Like, I don't know if Derek Carr will be starting at that point. I hope he course. will be. You know, we'll see what happens. Well, yeah. And who's to say? I mean, we don't even know if Philip Rivers will be playing at that point, right? I mean, anything could happen. I, maybe he'll have another kid at that point. Who knows? Hey, yeah. it's, 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 it might be nine months since his last um, child. You know? Maybe. So, in theory, anything could happen up until now. But knowing what we know today. Steelers, uh, Chargers, Raiders should be good. Steelers, Browns play the week after that on Thursday night. Which that could be an exciting game as well. That Steelers, Browns, yeah, that yeah. would. Yeah, I, I think the Steelers, Browns rivalry is gonna really like ramp up over the next few years. Quite um, a bit, yeah. yeah especially with um, Big Ben getting that extension. Remember how we were talking about Big Ben, like Steelers need to be moving on from him. Mm-hmm. Well, he just signed a three-year extension, so he's he's gonna be there for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. which is really crazy, especially with how they got rid of everybody, and now it's just Ben and everyone else is young. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then two more games on Thursday night that stand out to me are Eagles and Packers uh, in late September. Okay, which I think like Carson Wentz versus Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, it'd definitely be uh, an entertaining game. I think if nothing else, yeah. for sure, especially that early in the season, you think in theory like people are hopefully not hurt. Hopefully nobody gets hurt throughout right. the entire year. But well, that, that's not realistic but yeah hope yeah but yeah it's <laughs> still early crossed. enough to the point yeah. where we're gonna have people in pretty good condition at that point and then um another game that i think a lot of people will be watching is a super bowl rematch from a couple years ago between the giants and the patriots oh, and that nice. is thursday october 10th october 10th all right guys let's do a first bowl prediction of the episode all right october 10th who will be the giants quarterback jones or manning oh um, I'm gonna go with Manning still. Asif, uh, God, I'm gonna go with. Can I go like a, it's gonna be a do crazy? You, do you have a third option? It's either Jones or Manning. I think. I think this is gonna be the emergence of Daniel Jones, kind of like how we saw Tom Brady come in for Drew Bledsoe in the in the game and take over. This might be the game where it happens for Daniel Jones. That's what I'm going with. So Manning will start and Jones will end. Yes. From what I'm gathering. Yep. Okay, okay that's what you're saying? So Manning's going to get hurt or something or he'll get benched? Or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, Hopefully not he's just getting benched. Yeah. Neville? I'm going to just I'm gonna say Jones. You're going to say Jones? I'm going to say Jones. I feel like Eli Manning is like he's just done. Um, and every game that they don't figure out if Daniel Jones is the right guy is a game you're wasting of Saquon Barkley because Saquon Barkley is a running back that's – awesome but he's it's a running back he's not gonna last very long in the league and you want to use that eliteness as much as you can yeah and i would think too without having odell beckham um you know it's gonna make it harder for the giants quarterback because you don't have that i actually i actually think the giants might be better without odell beckham i mean i mean i mean you can spread the ball around i love sterling Shepard. i love their tight end evan ingram and there's no one that requires no one yeah you you can just spread the ball around you have multiple wide like they may not have a thousand yard wide receiver but they'll have multiple seven hundred yard wide but they might also not have a wide receiver who's you know uh commanding a double team I mean, which be- would make it harder for you as a well. I mean, their best wide receiver on their team is Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I mean, not you know coming out the backfield for sure, but yeah, I um not opposed to all that. All right, and then lastly, before we get into our individual team schedules, lastly, uh, Sunday night football. 
So actually, the the Falcons play on Sunday night, uh, so Sunday September fifteenth, um, two days before Patrick Mahomes' birthday. Is that right now? There. Yep, one day before mine. Two days before record. Patrick Mahomes' birthday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. All right. Well, what is Drew Brees' birthday? Who cares? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but they play. They play the <laughs> What's Cowboys. What's Matt Ryan's birthday? How about that? I don't know. Who cares about that one? <laughs> they play the Cowboys on Sunday night. The Saints do. That should be a good one. But no, Packers, Bears, Eagles, Falcons, Steelers, Patriots. I mean, our first three Sunday night games of the year are NBC broadcast games because that uh, Packers Bears is Thursday yeah. night. Um, so we got Packers, Bears, Steelers, Patriots, Eagles, Falcons for the first three NBC broadcasts of the year. It'd be good. And uh, then Rams, Rounds after that. I mean, I mean, I'm just excited for football. Like, we need this to hurry up, man. NBA, you got to end. MLB, you got to get me through and give me football. I need that Hall of Fame game to start, mm-hmm. which is Falcons and Chiefs, I believe. Hall of Fame game. Yeah, uh, Broncos, I think. Broncos? I think it's Falcons, Broncos. Falcons, Broncos? Oh. Out. Okay, I believe so. It, it might be you might be right. Yeah, it's Denver and Atlanta. Okay, um, I thought I thought um they were gonna do an homage for Tony Gonzalez and do both of his teams, but I was incorrect. So good. All right, um, so let's um get it into. And well, it, and then oh, lastly, sorry. sorry, no, real quick, the last Sunday night game of the year is the Kansas City Chiefs at the Chicago Bears, and that's on Sunday, December twenty second. Uh, so that's not necessarily the last, I'm really looking forward to that one, but that's not necessarily the last Sunday night game of the year because they actually don't schedule the last Sunday night game of the year because they want to be able to put the best playoff matchup for that one. But that bears Kansas city game, which will be a preview of the next Super Bowl, calling it. All right. That's our second board prediction. I'm hoping you're right. I am right. I am always right. (laughs) Except when I'm wrong. Nice. All right, now let's get into our individual team schedules. I mean, so, like, I, I don't want to necessarily just go one by one read schedule, but I just kind of want to talk about, like, you know, what I'm excited about. So, obviously, the the Bears-Packers game to start the season, I think, is a great move by the NFL. You know, the 100-year anniversary of the Chicago Bears, 100-year anniversary of the rivalry of the Bears and Packers to start off the 100-year of the NFL. It's just 100-100-100. It's awesome. It's perfect. And then, you know, the next week we got playing against Vic Fangio in Denver. I may be at that game, so keep an eye out for me. I'll be the bearded guy. Um, and then, you know, obviously, the, the next game, which I'm really looking forward to, which um, is against the Redskins, is going to be a fun matchup. Especially Prime with time du- matchup. With Dwayne Haskins. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, you know, th- there's a lot of awesome games. Um, also, I think y'all have a really exciting schedule Have this an year. exciting schedule, but a difficult schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I'm fully excited about that, but, I you know, I am happy that – you know, when you when you have a difficult schedule, it means you had a good season the year before. Right? Yeah. So it's like you know, and and if that goes well, then at least you're ready and tested for the playoffs. Right. Yeah. And um, the the only other game that I think I may go to this year might be the game against the Rams we play on November seventeenth. So I may be over there. So if you see me in and LA, that's in LA. That's in LA. Yeah. Nice. So it'll be the perfect time to go in November. So Nabil, while looking at the Bears schedule, just random question, what are your top three games that you are most excited to watch? Uh, Bears-Packers um, yeah. opening season. The first one. The yeah. first one. Okay. Yeah. Um, after that, of course, Kansas City Bears. I, I think that's going to be the game where Mitch has to do better than Mahomes just yeah. to justify everything. Yeah, and I don't know if he's going to be able to, yeah. But I hope he does. And after those two, I think think the only other one that I'm really excited about, well, I'm excited about every game, so. Of course. But the Denver game, 
just because it's you're going back to see Vic Fangio. Yeah. Vic Fangio knows the Bears' offense like the back of his hand because you know he, he was going against that for an yeah. entire year. He knows all of Matt Nagy's tricks, and Matt Nagy knows all of Vic Fangio's tricks. So it's kind of like, even though Vic Fangio is the elder person of the two, it's kind of like Jedi versus Apprentice, or yeah. you know, like. Well, and we saw that last year with Matt Patricia and the Lions right. beating Bill Belichick and the right. Patriots on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, so I'm, those are the three games I'm just kind of like really excited about. Kind of sucks that both or two of the three are at the beginning of the season. Yeah, but at the same time, I do think it's going to be awesome. The only other one that I may throw in there as well is the rematch of the Bears and the Rams. Mm-hmm. Just because last year it was such an extreme to the defense. Yeah. And every, and both quarterbacks are another year in the offense, another year experience. And this one's going to be in L.A., so the weather will not be a factor. Yep. So it could be completely different. Okay. Or it could be exactly the same. Um, you never I, know. As long as the Bears win, I'm fine. Yeah, which is exactly <laughs> well, the same. And, and just <laughs> taking a quick peek at your phone over there, you guys are playing the Giants again. And yes, we are. That's a great way to avenge the loss from last year. That I know you were pretty distraught about, and that yeah, threw you off a um, little bit. Um, yeah, that, and that that's was, a prime. Well, no, sorry, that's not a prime. Time that game. that was a tough loss. I remember that game. That was the one where Tariq Cohen did the uh, Philly special, yep. mm-hmm. which I now call the Chicago Dog, but I think it's called something else. Um, but yeah, um, that was an awesome game. Uh, I believe Nader was at my house watching it. Yes, we were. And at your that house that was it. a really fun game to Where watch. They recovered the onside kick. Yep, and they got yeah. the onside kick. The only good thing Parky has done in his life was that onside <laughs> kick. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think like the Bears are one of those franchises where oh, the Bears are in town. We got to go watch, or we got to get a group together. Well, well normally they have like, that following. Well, like yeah. I, I know, like. At least the Bears fans that I know, when the schedule releases, they're kind of like, all right, what road trip am I going to make with my Bears friends? Yeah. Like um, last year when the schedule released, we saw it was that Sunday night game, Bears-Packers, and my cousins were just like, hey, we're going to Lambeau. And at, for a little bit, we were like, oh, this is getting really expensive. But we were like, screw it. We're going to Lambeau. We went to Lambeau, and it was an amazing experience. Yeah. I would recommend for everyone that's listening out there, and even though I hate the Packers, if your team is ever playing at Lambeau Field, make that journey. It's a fun trip to okay. go to Lambeau Field. Nice. And they are the nicest people in the world. <laughs> we lost a game, and some guy gave me free cheese curds. I'm like, what? That's great. That is awesome. It wasn't worth the loss. Make but up still. for your loss. Yeah, well, um, eh. Moving on, Asif, awesome. why don't you tell what us? What do you think about, about your the, schedule, man? Yeah, the yeah. What schedule. games are what games? I know you always try to make a road game. Oh yeah. So like, which ones are you thinking about? What what's like, you know, which ones do you think the fans should go to? So well, first things first, I'll say what stands out to me about the Falcons' schedule this year, and this is crazy. I don't know that this has ever happened. Um, a couple of years ago, you know, the Falcons played every other game was either home or away, so they weren't at home or on the road. In back-to-back weeks. That's not the case this year. But what's crazier about this year's schedule for the Falcons is five of their six division games are all after week eight. Oh, wow. Okay. And then five of, they have five division games in a row. Oh, shit. That's crazy. That right? is tough. So, like, I don't know where that ranks on the difficulty of schedule, but I would think, like, they are Your division seven. games are always difficult. To have five division games in a row is kind of absurd. So, Nader, can you let us know the Bears and the Falcons' difficulty schedule? Yes. So, Bears are tied at number five with Kansas City for the fifth hardest schedule. Okay. And the Falcons are tied at seven uh, with, I believe, the Colts for the seventh hardest schedule. Okay. So, we're both up there. Right. So, and, and I think... 
the part that has to make the Falcons schedule difficult again has to be having five division games in a row. And you talk about your stress and anxiety levels going up. I mean, I hate New Orleans, at least the Saints, with all my heart and soul. Same thing with the Panthers and same thing with the Bucks. To go through that ride five consecutive weeks this season, yeah, we're gonna, it's going to make for some good podcasting, so I'll it, tell you that. Is it, um? so you said, I'm sorry, you may have said this earlier, is it near the beginning of the season or near the end? No, it's all of them after week eight. All of them after week eight. So, okay, that's that's for the playoff run. So it, it could actually be a blessing in disguise for you guys. Uh, It could, yeah. It's just, I mean, obviously super stressful to right. play your opponents. And then, of course, one of those games against the Saints is on Thanksgiving Day, like oh, nice. we played the Saints last year, but this time it's at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Nice. Maybe I'll be there. We'll so see wait, what's going on. So is is some Falcons Saints becoming a staple of Thanksgiving? That, that's just, that's what two years in a row. Two years and in I a think row. Three out of the last four years, maybe. Um, I it's something like that. Yeah, I, I don't think you're too wrong about that. But definitely the second year in a row that we're going to be doing huh. uh, the Falcons Saints game on Thursday night and uh, or on Thanksgiving night. And yeah, I mean, I think. I've long said I think it's the best rivalry in the NFL. Just given you're incorrect, sir. Um, well, <laughs> now that the now that the Bears have uh, Khalil Mack and Trubisky, I think it becomes a little bit more even between the Bears and the Packers. No offense, <laughs> um, but obviously when you got a quarterback duel like Matt Ryan versus Drew Brees, yeah. I mean that's must see TV. Right? right. I would think yeah. We can all agree. Don't, with don't that. get me wrong. Yeah. It it is a great rivalry. Like it's been an underrated rivalry for many years. Um, I do feel like once uh, the post Katrina, the rivalry has been like a lot more um, visible out there. Like a lot more. Like people actually acknowledge it now. Oh, for sure. And 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 not Christina. Katrina. I can't say the word anymore. Katrina. Katrina. There we go. (laughs) So then, anyway, so that's like the first thing that jumped out to me about the Falcon schedule is it's going to be tough. Unfortunately, not the most exciting schedule. I think we talked about this offline a few months ago, but I'll take it for what it is. I, I mean, I, I don't know how a schedule can be exciting or unexciting. It's just kind of like football. Well, so it's it's the things like what teams are you playing, what players are you seeing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we well, have the, the, that's always predetermined. Though. That's based off of your how right. You, how well, you and that's when I decided that year, yeah. like the schedule isn't going to be too exciting this year. Once I realized that, I, but like. Um, Part of it, too, is, like, we play Seattle, right? But, like, playing that game in Seattle, I think, would be a little bit more fun than playing it at home. Maybe uh, just for me, yeah, you know? Or same thing with the Rams. We play the Rams, but it's in Atlanta and not L.A. Yeah. Stuff like that, right? Um, and then we play, like, the Titans. So and so how about this? Vikings. How about you give your top three games you would go to? I, yeah, yeah. I essentially gave my top three games I would go to be the Packers, the, the Broncos, and the Kansas City games. Yeah. What so, are your top three that we go to? So as far as the games that I'm look, so these are three. I'm trying to make two or three, two out of three of these happen. Okay. So uh, in, I'll just go in chronological order because yep. I think that makes the most sense. Is um, Falcons at Texans on October 6th. Y'all know I have family in Houston, yes. so I'm trying to do that. And then uh, Austin City Limits, that music festival is happening two weekends in Austin, which is about like an hour and a half, two hours away from Houston. Worth the drive. And so what, in an ideal scenario, if our sponsors come through and try to get your boy paid, I'm going to try to go to a music <laughs> festival for a day or two and then go in Austin and then go to the football game in Texas in Houston with my family. Dream big, fam. Right? Dream big. And then the following Sunday... The Falcons play the Cardinals in Arizona, and Nabil, you just got back from Scottsdale and Phoenix, and Scottsdale was a fun place. Um, yeah, I would uh, just go with your friends and not your significant other. No, definitely. And so I, 
I'm definitely looking to get back to Phoenix. I went to Phoenix last year and to Scottsdale yeah. last year, and it was a great time. So on back-to-back weeks, so the Falcons play Houston in Houston on October 6th, and then seven days later they play the Cardinals in Phoenix on October 13th. So I, in an ideal scenario, I'd hit Austin, Houston, Vegas, and then Phoenix, and then come back home. I don't know if that's going to happen. But uh, those two, Houston and Phoenix, are definitely two that I travel to. And then the third game, which is also being discussed um, amongst the the core team, the if masses. you will, is uh, <laughs> visiting San Francisco for that Falcons 49ers game in December. Nice. 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 And, that and I feel like trip. that's a trip. That, that'd making. be a fun trip. So That would be a fun trip. Yeah, you guys can find me in Houston, probably Houston. And then San Francisco for some Falcons games later this year. That's the goal. All right. So, Nather, are you going to go to the Bears-Raiders-London game? Uh, you are our London correspondent. Like you're the one who knows how to how London works. I still don't know how it works. <laughs> it's a very simple city. I mean, it's kind of complicated. Everything's very simple. How can it be simple and complicated? Right, whatever. Wh- which Would you go to that game? Uh, if I was in London, yes, I would attend that game no, for I mean, sure. I mean, you're here now. I'm here now. Would you make... Would you make stuff happen to go to that game? Man, it's a tough. It's always, I think that's like the hardest game to make, like your international games, because it's an eight hour flight and it's not like any other city where you can go for like one or two days. Yeah. You're going to spend the money. You're going to spend like a week in London. Exactly. You can find accommodation. Um, if you are able to financially afford it, I think it's absolutely worth the trip. All right. Um, you know, surprisingly, there's a lot of football fans turnouts at these games. Um, I remember when I was there last year. Um, every day or every every Sunday where it was a game, those the trains, the tube stations would be packed. Um, people would be going wild, and I think it's cool. It's different than when you go to a, another city. Uh, so, like, let's say if you're going to coming to Atlanta for a game or going to Arizona for a game, you see like a lot of people that are fans of that team locally. Um, when you're watching football in London, you just have fans of the sport, and they're rocking all sorts of jerseys. Majority of them are throwback jerseys. Um, because, you know, they've seen a game or went to one game and whatever the winning team was, they're going to be fans of that team. Uh, so it's a really cool, fun nature. Um, and they treat it like f- football, soccer games. So you huh. get the same. Do you get the ole, ole, same live hype atmosphere. You know, hmm. they're rowdy. They're fun. That's you know. something that we have to do. We'll, we'll make a show trip out of that. If, if for some reason Falcons and Bears play in London, Ever. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll love to get over there. Ever. Well, and I think <laughs> at this point, it's safe to say when our two teams play each other again, because it's only a matter of time before I mean, that yeah, happens, eventually. we will be there. Yeah. Either eventually, here definitely. or there, we will be there for yeah, sure. Somewhere. Um, hopefully, it's not in Chicago in like November or December, but if it is, we'll still be there. Uh, I, I guess, would love that. Yeah, I would love to go. I really want to go to like a really, really cold Bears game, mm-hmm. even though I'll probably die when I'm there. All right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, NFL schedule release, that means we're one step closer to football. Yeah. That we are. But um, while football has not here yet, you know what is still here? What's going on? We got baseball and basketball. Oh. And um, I feel like basketball is turning into soccer, guys. Why so? How so? Everyone's just flopping. <laughs> mm. They're just <laughs> That's flopping, a good one. bro. I'm assuming you're referring to uh, Harden or not, any specific? I am, not gonna, I am not going to name names. Okay. Oh. James. <laughs> Harden. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you agree with any of those calls? I mean, I so think the, some of them are okay. The, the only reason I'm like, 
they gave him those calls in a regular season. Yeah. And now they're taking it away, which I kind of understand why he's being frustrated because, you know, if, if you can let people get away with stuff and then not let people get away with stuff, it's kind of like, come on, dude, be consistent. Yeah. But at the same time, this is getting ridiculous, the stuff that's being called. You think so? I think so. So do you think the shooter should be allowed to land? Right. I, I know that was a controversy from, I think, game two of the Rockets Warriors series, or maybe game one, where, hey, the guy can't land in the same spot, but then he's also kicking out to make contact. What do you think about that? I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know, like, what the correct answer is because I don't, I've never been a ref. I don't know how to judge that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes, it's like, it's kind of obvious, right? But I don't know. But maybe it's because we see it in super slow motion very often and they're in the speed and everything. But I don't know, man. This This is like an epidemic to me. Well, and then maybe I'm, I'm just overreacting. I don't know. Maybe it's me. No, you're totally fine. But I mean, it's it's interesting that you bring up like uh, consistency in officiate, officiating, because I'm I've got NBA.com pulled up right now, and um, there's a headline here that says Kyrie Irving calls Giannis's 22 free throw attempts ridiculous. 22 free throw attempts in the game is pretty insane, considering like some people scored 22 in the game, and that's like a good night at the yeah. office for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or in some cases, a career night at the office. So, like, to have just 22 free throw attempts, it's kind of, it is kind of ridiculous. But I guess it depends on the game, right? I mean, if the guy was getting fouled and hacked, then you got to call it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Are you guys following the NBA playoffs? I'm following it more than I did last year. Okay. Why is that? Um, mainly for the show. Okay. They're just being blunt about that. Like, um, Which that, is at 30 minutes, by the way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, hey, there we go. To our listeners, in case you were if you did not time. realize what time it is, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, like NBA, I used to be a huge fan. I think like my NBA stuff peaked at um, the old Kings Lakers rivalry. I feel like that was the peak. Of not the even, NBA. not even Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah. I mean, that was more personal. Like that's bullshit. Yeah, well, but like, yeah. but okay. in terms of like casual basketball watching, I watched all basketball mm-hmm. games. Once it was Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah, I was just watching Bulls. Yeah, I you know what I mean. So, um, which he doesn't do anymore either. Hey, I I do <laughs> ish for the show. For the show. For the, for the show. show. Do it for the show. <laughs> um, that's, that's another T-shirt idea. We've got three or four of them now. Deal. Anyone wants to sponsor that? And um, so one thing I'll say is the NBA playoffs are good. I think the next episode, the next sports-centric episode, we talk about. And we're probably going to be down to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals around Memorial. Are, are we Excuse just planning me. our next episode for the uh, for the audience members right well, now? Yeah. Just so y'all know what's coming. Surprise. We're, we're going to talk we're, about... Da, 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 da. <laughs> we've got an assignment for you, which is you need to watch the NBA playoffs. Well, I mean, I, I was here. watching it, dude. Assignment for all of us. Okay, so here's the funniest thing I've heard in a while. All right. The center of... I think it might be the center of Portland Trailblazers, Enos Cantor. That's yes. the guy, right? That's, yeah. that's oh, the guy, okay, right? Yeah. So apparently this dude broke his nose so many times, his iPhone won't unlock anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Damn. Wow. Um, That almost makes me want to end the show right there and not even talk about how your Cubs are on like a six-game winning streak. We'll just, boom, we'll toss that in there. Um, Uh. And speaking of Portland and Denver, we were all watching that four-overtime game on Friday night, that was awesome. Yeah, that well, was I wanted ridiculous. to watch it, my iPhone went unlock. Oh man, <laughs> you are a nose away from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. They kicked, kicked off the show. I am kicked off the show. But yeah, that four overtime overtime game was awesome. <laughs> Question: Who is better, 
Lillard or Westbrook? Oh, that's a good oh, question. Man. Man, that's a really good or question. Or how about this? Who would you rather have on your team, Lillard? I feel like that one question is more difficult than who would you rather have on your team. Well, I'll, I'll take a stab at both of them. Okay. Stab stab away. And <laughs> uh, I think uh, Lillard is a better player. Okay. Uh, I just, just because he has a better shooter's touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he's a better scorer. Okay. Um, whereas... As far as who would I rather have on my team, it's ironic to say that Lillard's a better player, but I'd rather have Westbrook. But Westbrook brings intensity and passion and a lot of these intangibles to the table like hustle and tenacity. So it's it's kind of a catch-22. I mean, but it's it's crazy that, like, these two just happen. Like, they're in the same position, yeah. right, point guards, and then they both Which is going to be other. easier to kind of compare as well. Like, if yeah. one was, like, a, a power forward, one was a shooter, you know, be more difficult. I don't know. I'd rather have Lillard. I feel like Westbrook has more overall talent. He might be the better overall player, but I'd rather have Lillard. I feel like Lillard can do more things. I feel like even though Westbrook averages a triple-double, when Lillard gets his team involved, I feel like his team is better. You know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like when Westbrook gets his team involved, it's just like a numbers game. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, and I love like Westbrook's energy and like the passion that he brings to the game. But I think in terms of overall player, like who's a better player and better athlete and all that stuff. I mean, I would, well, maybe not athlete, but better teammate. I would think I'd go with Lillard or I'd rather go with Westbrook. But as far as score and whatnot, I think Lillard is I'm more confident in him. Fair enough. All right. So we're going to wrap up, but we're going to have one quick prediction. So the NBA lottery is coming up very soon, I believe. So, outside of the Hawks and the Bulls, and I'm going to say the actually Hawks and the Bulls, who do you think gets the number one pick? I know Austin's going to say the Knicks, so we can just bypass him. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> right. I'm just going to drink my beer. All right. Neither. Outside I'm, of the Hawks and the Bulls, who gets the number one pick? I'm going to put on a ballsy prediction. I say the Lakers get it. All right. Mm. I'm going to go with Phoenix. Phoenix. I'm going to go with Phoenix. But if the Bulls get it, I'll be really happy. Um, <laughs> we'll follow up start, on this. This is a good one. I think this start is watching the NBA again. Hey, this might be the first time we all three have a different answer, which is what we should be doing, guys. Oh, I totally missed that. <laughs> hey, but I love the Lakers, so I'm I'm okay with that. Just for our listeners, we are down to eight teams in the NBA playoff. We'd love to hear who you're rooting for and who you think your finals predictions are. We'll put up a a poll for that. Um, and thank you for listening at Bears, Birds, and Brews on Twitter and Instagram.